Hello and welcome to Talk Ag to Me, the podcast dedicated to improving ag literacy around the globe. I'm your host, Brendan Black, and today's episode is all about agricultural advocacy. This is actually going to be the theme for the next few episodes and interviews we do on this show. This is just to hold us off until we can get more consumer-based content out there, but I still think it's an important topic, and I want to focus a lot more on the ag education, ag, 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 agriculture advocacy, and agricultural literacy aspects of my show. So that being said, I stumbled across kind of a strange video that I want to show you guys, and the reason I say it's strange is because it was posted by a YouTube channel called CD Fan, and I'll post their uh, channel link down in the description so you guys can check it out as well, but it's strange because this channel's not based around agriculture at all and really it's hard to tell what exactly they are based around and that'll make more sense when i pull up the channel and you guys can see what i mean but they have about eight videos on their channel none of them relating to each other in any way they're kind of one of those strange channels that just show up on your home feed but you don't really pay much attention to they show weird diy stuff or weird things that artists have made or weird home designs and that sort of thing they just are kind of out of the left field so they posted a video all about agriculture and i found it interesting obviously because i found it on my home page of my talk agony channel while i was editing some videos and I looked through the video and it's actually got some good content. It really advocates for agriculture, even with the title itself, which if you guys will see here, it's called Everyone Should Watch This Farmer's Video. Incredible Modern Livestock, Make This Go Viral. So that's, I mean, that alone is, is such an uplifting message to hear from a non-ag source. So this episode of Talk Academy is going to be focused around the idea of getting more involvement like this from non-ag groups to advocate for agriculture, to show the positive sides of our industry, and more importantly, combat the negative imagery that we often see on social media. And I'll get into more of that later as we, as we get past the video, but I just want to go through this first. And before we jump into it, I want you guys to keep a couple things in mind. And for those of you listening on the other podcast platforms besides YouTube, you're going to miss some of this because you only have the audio to listen to, but I'll try to describe it as best as I can. But pay close attention to the music that's playing during this video and pay attention closely to the imagery that they're showing, the scenes that they are choosing to depict and the way that they're handling these animals in this farm, which I'm guessing is somewhere in the Netherlands from what I can tell, and that'll make sense in a second. But just keep all these things in mind and ask yourself where this video is going because it's. I later found out a compilation of a bunch of different videos taken from actual agricultural YouTube channels. It's not just some random person that went off and farmed or uh, videoed a bunch of farms and put it all together into one compilation. It's actually different farmers. They've all recorded from their farms and put them all together into one video. They submitted it to this channel and that's why it's here. So that does make a little more sense, but it's still kind of a strange situation. And I'll get more into that as, as time goes on, but let's just jump into the video first of all. All right, so before we jump into the video, this is the video right here, but if we go on the CD fan page and you can actually see their YouTube channel here, it's kind of a strange hodgepodge of just videos that you wouldn't really expect. I mean, none of these really have much in common. I mean, nail artists are on another level, amazing ideas to upgrade your home. It's, it's mostly arty kind of stuff and, and construction. Then there's this random ag video. So that's the one we're gonna watch. Um, I you know want to show you guys a couple key points in here, um, but yeah, it's just really a strange video, and we're gonna get into the comments of it afterwards because those are interesting as well. So 
there's a couple points I'm going to be pausing it at. That way you guys can get a good feel for uh, what it is that I'm paying attention to most in this video and the parts that are going to be mo most important to talk about. And I'll kind of describe for those of you who can't see the video what exactly we're looking at here. So um, yeah, and like I said, pay attention to the music because it's kind of interesting. So right off the bat here, happy cows, you know, you have cute calves all in clean facilities. Yep, they all get clean, you know, they, they have baths, they have, um, you know, everything's very, very clean and, and sanitary and, you know, everything's very smooth with their transitions and everything just looks great. So they do exhibit carousels and I'm interested to see um, so they have a, a fairly large operation from what you can tell here. Their carousels are pretty pretty large But I'd just like you guys to think about for a second. I'll pause the video here. Imagine If this video was shown with a grayscale filter on it and a little bit darker music in the background <laughs> It have a very very different Connotation to it and this is the kind of video you would see some of those animal rights activist groups posting with that exact change of scenery. It would have the exact same video, no changes at all, still have these cows on, on machines, but it'd have, you know, depressing, sad music in the background, or even like dark, scary music in the background and a grayscale filter on it. And all of a sudden it looks like it's a horror movie and these cows are being strapped to dangerous machines that are just ripping away their life. Whereas in reality, as the video depicts, they're happy cows, they get their bath, they go onto their carousel, they get milk for the day, and then they get to go off and, and hang out and just eat and, and do do their thing. So the music itself is an interesting aspect of this video, and it continues to have the same musical track throughout the whole video, but just there are certain parts of this that you could very easily twist with the right background music, with the right filter, with the right, just certain things in place. And you guys will notice that as time goes on. I just thought that was kind of interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, the massagers, these, I mean, I know that there are, there's definitely farms that have these things, um, oh, and here you can see they have open pastures where all the cows get to just kind of roam freely, and they have a carousel that's, uh, apparently has open walls or, or something of the sort, um, here's kind of an interesting thing, keep in mind what they're doing here in this aspect of the video and we'll go back to the massager thing later because I have some things to say about that as well but just pay attention to, to how they're handling the, the animals in this video because this comes up again later in the comments and it's kind of interesting what the two perspectives on this are so just watch carefully so in case you didn't catch it um, there's a bunch of calves standing around a feeder here and they're all trying to eat and or drink milk or whatever it is they're doing but You'll see, you'll see the, the lady here that's helping the calves, she pulls them by their tail to get them out of line and then she moves into another spot. Now, the average consumer that doesn't know much about agriculture might see that and, and think, you know, that's, why would they pull their tail? That's terrible. You know, they're pulling them away from their food. But in reality, if she doesn't do that, they're going to compete for food and somebody's not going to get to eat. This way, she's able to help them, guide them to a, a free spot where they can eat in it, and that way every cat gets the same nutritional value and they're not getting cut out of their food plan. So that's just something I wanted to throw in there, something kind of it, that I thought was interesting. So, um, yeah, going back to the video... <laughs> See, this is another important part of the video that I want to highlight a little bit because this could be seen, again, with different music, a different filter on it, and different connotations. It could seem like a very negative part of the video, so watch carefully what this guy does. 
So if someone were to see that with different backgrounds and, and all that sort of thing, it would look like he just grabbed a lamb by the neck with his cane and that he's going to do something terrible to this lamb. But if you really watch it, and I'll scan it back so you can watch it again, he's very gentle with the lamb. You can see that he very gently grabs him and he's making sure the lamb is safe and he's not you know, taking away from its mom or anything. He's trying to take care of the lamb, make sure that it's healthy and inspect it properly and all that sort of thing. So that's just something else I thought would would be interesting with a different musical background and different lighting and all that sort of stuff. But um, again, a very, you know, mild mannered, no, uh, nothing bad about what he's doing, but that's something that the unknowing eye might see as a negative thing. And when I first saw him do that, I was kind of surprised that they left that in the video, but watching it again, he does it very gently, very slowly. So it doesn't look um, like he's doing, he was doing anything aggressive with this lamb, which is how a lot of people might interpret it that way if they weren't more aware of what exactly he's trying to do. So, going back into the video. See, I mean, he's ferrying a horse. It doesn't seem like, um, you know, to someone who knows a decent amount about horses, they understand that that's a, a very important part of keeping the horse's feet healthy, that, you know, they, they need to have that done every so often. But if you saw someone, if someone saw this and they didn't know much about horses, they would say, you know, he's, he's hurting them, he's destroying their feet, how dare he? But it's neither here nor there. See, this is another thing that uh, people might, you know, take the wrong way if they didn't see it. And I've actually seen videos almost like identical to this one with this, you know, like I said earlier, grayscale, sad music in the background. And they watch this birthing scene and, and just look at, you know, look at how terrible they're treating this cow. They're just ripping her calf away from her. When in reality, she might not make it if she tries to deliver that calf on her own. So it's, it's really important that she gets that help that they're, you know, that they're pushing this or that they're helping pull this calf out of her. That way she doesn't get hurt and she stays safe and healthy. And so does the calf. So we got the happy cows again. And this is kind of an interesting thing that they highlighted, the, the robot milkers, which is something that... Um, is kind of, uh, uh, for the non-ag community, this is something that's kind of on the fence about because for one, it takes away the potential risk of you know somebody hurting the cow whenever they're being milked, but for two, they oppose pretty much anything that goes on with ag when they don't really know what's going on. So that's not really a fair assumption, but just showing kind of the, the cool technology that's involved in the ag industry is just, it's so cool that, that this YouTube channel that has nothing to do with ag is actually showcasing that. So that's kind of exciting. I'm just watching this robot milker work, which gotta say, not quite as efficient as a human worker, but I'm assuming it's you know definitely a lot safer. Keeps uh, keeps the cow from getting hurt, keeps the guy from getting kicked. And the whole time, happy music's playing in the background. Gotta keep in that idea of you know the cows are happy and and everything's going great, which is I mean definitely not a not an obstruction of the truth at all. It's definitely how things are. <laughs> and you can see the cows. You know, they've got their massagers again that they're rubbing their heads against. Keeps them happy and, and you know, comfortable, lets them play a little bit, kind of scratch their back if they need to. <laughs> yeah, so I'm guessing this is somewhere in the in the Netherlands or Holland or maybe some, you know, some European country. It's possible this is in the United States, but it just doesn't seem as likely because we don't have operations that are this large and mostly... Um, 
on open pasture here in California or anywhere else in the in the uh, country that I know of. But I mean, I'm not saying it's 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 not in the United States because it very well could be. It's just my my best guess, just by seeing some of the tech that they're using and some of their practices, it looks more European to me. So, um, but I, I have no idea. So that's just kind of my thoughts. <laughs> that looks like a pretty happy cow if you ask me. See, the point of this video is to show what agriculture looks like if a farmer is treating their animals correctly, and ideally that's how this should be, and really it's, that is how most agriculture is. That's that's kind of the point that we're trying to get across here is that, I'll pause the video for a second, the point we're trying to get across here is that a lot of, uh, a lot of the media portrays agriculture in such a negative light and says that this is how it should be when really this is how it is. They just tend to ignore all the positive cases of that. But we'll get into that in a little bit later. This is this is the last part of the video I wanted you guys to check out here. So this this hoof trimmer uh, says to this cow in his chute, tips him on its side, and goes to goes to work on the cow's hooves and. As those of you who are more agriculturally literate know, this is something that cattle have to have done to them just like horses. They have to have their hooves trimmed, that way they um, don't develop structural structural issues, they have an easier time walking in the pastures or in the free stalls or up and down onto the carousel, whatever. It keeps them healthy. And so this needs to be done. It's a very safe procedure as long as the uh, cow or as long as the cow cooperates nobody really gets hurt and it's you know real quick they get it done and the cow's back on its feet and everything's good. The reason not to bring this up though is because this particular setup, this hoof trimming shoot, was spread around, not this one exactly, but a, a one like this was spread around Facebook and it was spread around with the caption that this is used to either crush or shake cattle to death. And I don't know if you caught how how slow he moves whenever he pulls his cap down. So let me see if I can find a good... So he goes to work trimming on this cow's hooves and entirely safe procedure and definitely a, um, a necessary one but here right here when he brings the cow down watch how slow this thing moves that's about as fast as it goes now you you tell me if that can shake a cow to death and obviously it doesn't collapse at all so there's no way it could squeeze a cow to death that's just not how we do things not to mention there's tons of laws in place that prevent that sort of uh, euthanasia to, to take place so you have to have there's there's humane slaughter acts that require you to kill cattle in a very very safe and humane way and instantaneously not crushing or shaking them to death so that's just kind of i know that i've beaten that that horse even though it's been dead for a long time but i just wanted to and that's the end of the video i just wanted to bring that up again because i thought that was interesting but again look at look at the videos that are recommended afterwards like these had nothing to do with agriculture but i mean that's food but anyways they, they they're completely off topic so i thought that was really really interesting about how exactly this came into my feed in the first place it's kind of strange but um that being said that's kind of the the gist of the video i wanted you guys to check out before i end the before i i, I end this video i wanted to look at the comments of this video because it's kind of the conversations being had in the comments are very, very interesting, and you'll see what I mean here in a second. So if you go down the comments, if they load, here we go. A lot of these comments are so... Yeah, like look at this. So you have, um, clearly not an American farm. American factory farming is horrendous. Never thought there'd be a day where I actually miss milking cows, but this makes me feel nostalgic. 
much better treatment and they deserve it, but still treated like they have no feelings taking the babies away from their mothers. So a lot of these are generally positive, but still kind of not the reaction we're going for. Um, while these animals are being treated with love, decency, and respect, this is how all farming should be done. This is kind of the the problem with this video is it's bringing light to a lot of how agriculture is performed, but the audience of the video, and this video got a lot of views. I mean, 4 million, 4.8 million views. And this was just in August. This was six months ago, and it already has f almost 5 million views. So... That alone is kind of intimidating that there's this many people commenting on it that just have such a lack of understanding of how agriculture is really performed. And this is why I wanted to highlight this video in particular because it does a good job of what it does. It brings light to a lot of what's going on in the agricultural industry from a European perspective, but still, nonetheless, that's that's what we're looking for. We want non-ag groups to be posting about this stuff more because, I mean, you can trust an ag group if, if you actually support the ag industry but for somebody who doesn't support the ag industry or who doesn't know enough about it they're just going to say well of course you support agriculture you're a farmer but if a non-farmer if a non-ag group posts this kind of stuff and brings attention to it that's a huge advantage for us that gets out no notoriety for what exactly it is we're doing that what we're doing that what we're doing is not a bad thing and that it's worth supporting so there's a couple of these comments that i want to look at some more just because they're kind of they're entertaining, but they're also very upsetting, and that's kind of the, the issue with this. There's a lot of, I mean, I can't wait to get myself one of those back scratchers that I'd love to have installed in the house. There's a lot of funny comments in here, but there's also ones that are kind of just, I mean, this one's great. Like, milk cows sacrifice their freedom to give us what we desire. At least we can do is give them the quality of life shown in this video they deserve. Great video. That's exactly the, the motivation and, and the... Uh, attitude we're looking for for this kind of video we should have responses of along the lines of you know what what they're doing is great yes we understand that you know the animals are eventually going to meet an end that's not the same as our own but that's not to say we shouldn't treat the animals with respect and give them the best life they possibly can have until that point but unfortunately that's not exactly how I'm not sure where this one's coming from. Why on earth would you cut the ends off their tails? How can they swap flies without their fly swatter? I don't remember seeing any part of the video where they didn't have tails, unless that's referring to the sheep, maybe. But that's really weird. Um, oh, it's re it's referring to one of the show cows they showed in the video that I skipped over. That's not that's not a big deal. Um, but yeah, there's there's other parts of the video, or there's other part of the, other parts of the comments. I, I mean, they're just completely. Some of them are extremely positive, and those are the great ones. Those are the ones we really need. But the conversation is almost entirely one side ignorant or the other side ignorant. But both sides are kind of missing the big picture. One side saying this is great, this is so cool, this is how farming should be. The other side is saying, even though this is better, this is still terrible because farming is still bad both sides are missing the point here. The, the one that's saying this is good is the one that we want to focus on more, but they're saying that this is how farming should be. This is how farming is. This is how animal agriculture is for the massive majority of farmers in the United States and across the world, but they just see negative examples and assume that that's the majority. And that's kind of the issue that we need to start working towards preventing is changing their mindset on what the average American farm looks like. And the other side... I'm not sure there's really a whole lot we can do about them. That Their minds seem to be pretty made up, and even if they see a positive thing, they still find a way to make it negative. But 
there's only so much we can do. Um, <laughs> wow, Temple Grandin would love this. I absolutely love how they did this. They're very kind to animals. And that's kind of the, the best part about this video is they're not ag, but if you look in their description right here, they show links to all the different videos that they used to make this compilation. So you can go and find all these different ag YouTube channels that will show off the the actual ag aspects of, of their farms. And that's that's great that they're bringing attention to those farmers, but this comment section kind of highlights the reason why we need to talk about this topic in more detail. Because yes, it's, it's good that we're getting more promotion out there, but if the promotion is being misinterpreted even more, that's not a good thing. Either we need to get enough promotion out there to kind of desensitize the audience to understand that that's the norm, or we need to send out messages along with the messages that we're sending, you know, show them the imagery of the positive farms and say, this is how most farms are. Don't, you know, don't just think of the negative examples of the farms you've seen because those are in the massive minority. But that being said, that's the, um, that's the comment section that I wanted to go over because they're having a very strange conversation that I'm a little concerned is, is not exactly going in a productive manner, but there's a lot of positive comments on here. I'm glad to see that. I have great respect for farmers. It's always been hard work. It's good to see the new ways they make things easier. I say thank you every time we sit down at the dinner, dinner table. Like that, that's fantastic. You know, there's there's no way that that could be taken at, at a negative angle. There's certain parts of this video that you just can't take negatively. I'm, I'm sure that there's people who can find ways, but that's kind of just a ridiculous way to look at the video if that's what you're getting out of it. But looking at that, looking at the conversation that's being had in the comments, a majority of it's positive, and that's great, as long as it's going in the right direction. And so that brings me to the next topic of this video. So uh, the thing I wanted you guys to take away from that video most is that there are positive aspects, and actually probably the most positive aspects can come from having non-agricultural groups advocate for agriculture. The negative side of that, however, though, is that we have to be careful of how exactly we allow them to portray this information. It's make sure that the information that they're spreading is accurate, that it is positive, and that it is not something that can be taken in a negative context. We also have to make sure that if we're showing them videos, like the video I showed you guys, that the videos have either happy or no music at all, that they're entirely intellectually honest, and that they aren't put in context that could be taken and manipulated, although I know that's one of the hardest tasks I can ask of you to do. But the important part of this is that there are groups out there that are willing to advocate for agriculture if we just allow them. At the end of that video, you guys might have caught it, but it said that if you have any videos, pictures, or projects that you'd like to share with them, you can go ahead and send it to them and they'll make a compilation out of it if they can get enough footage. So it's more organizations and YouTube channels and Facebook influencer, Facebook inf uh, Instagram influencers and other social media uh, heads, for lack of a better word, that we could use to our advantage by asking them to promote our product. And in our case, agricultural education, agricultural literacy, agricultural advocacy, whatever you want to call it, that is our product right now. We're not selling to them anything more than the knowledge about how their food and fiber is produced and how it reaches them ultimately. So that's what I wanted you guys to take away from this. And this is the first in a series of agricultural advocacy based episodes I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be doing interviews with different people about agricultural advocacy and then eventually I'm going to bring consumers in so that we can 
overall spread our advocacy to different outlets besides just having those who are involved in the ag industry talk about it directly. Because as I mentioned before, this is advantageous for those who trust their liability, but assuming that an agriculturalist goes on record saying, of course you can trust you know, GMOs, or you can trust dairymen and how they practice uh, raising their calves, or you can trust antibiotics, or you trust pesticides, whatever, consumers are a lot less likely to believe them because for one, that's, you know, this evil capitalist farmer that is just trying to make a quick buck. Or for two, they don't trust them because they don't have any connection that shows them that that's real. A lot of people today tend to ignore actual citable sources telling them when something is worth trusting and instead trust what they know, what's comfortable, what's familiar. And that's our advantage. We can find what's comfortable, what's familiar, and have them communicate our message more effectively for us. Find people who have a voice in the community, who have strong social media presence, and show them the advantages and the benefits of agriculture, as well as the importance in understanding the food and fiber system. And hopefully those people will go on to spread that message and it'll reach a larger audience. I'm not saying this for PR. I'm not saying this to try to get popular or to try to get, um, you know, celebrities to advocate for what we're doing here. I'm saying this because we are one of the few industries that is vitally important for all consumers to know about. There isn't a single person on the planet Earth that doesn't need to know anything about agriculture. Agriculture is around us everywhere. It surrounds our everyday lives and it fills every aspect of what we do on a day-to-day basis. Whether it's something as, you know, as complicated as driving a car or something as simple as eating your breakfast, agriculture influences it all. And it's not like any other industry where, yeah, you could probably survive by not knowing exactly how for example, guitars are manufactured or how microphones came to be or you know who, who, who makes paper. While these things help us in our daily lives or some of us more than others, they're not vital to our survival, especially not now. But agriculture always will be. That's one industry that we can never get rid of and that we can never allow to die. And that's why advocating it is so much more important than advocating any other industry. So I think that this is a little bit of an exception to the rule of having others spread our message for us. In this case, we need others to spread our message for us because the massive majority of consumers aren't going to trust it out of the horse's mouth. So we need to look to other options. Well, that being said, we still need to advocate as much as we can personally, spread our message, educate those who we can, and try to have civil conversations with those who oppose us. But that doesn't mean we shouldn't push towards having those who have strong media presence or strong communicative abilities try to help us with this task. So that's all I have for this video today. I, I wanted to really highlight that interesting video that I had found on just my random recommended page for YouTube and thought that that was really interesting that it actually got almost 5 million views and advocated for good parts of agriculture. Again, it's not American agriculture, but we'll take what we can get. It's important that people just know what kind of practices, what kind of technology, and what kind of uh, routines farmers are going through on a daily basis. So. That being said, that's all I have. I hope to see you all next week for another interview, another ag advocacy, ag literacy, ag education, whatever you want to call it, video. And I appreciate all of you so much for your support. I have big plans coming up for this podcast. So hope all of you stick around. I hope all of you keep up the support because it's been awesome. I appreciate every second of it. 
And yeah, that's that's all I have. But I'll see you guys next week. And don't forget, if you ate today, thank a farmer.